I don't know how many things Jonathan Taylor and I have in common. He's been on the show before. Obviously, we both really like him. We're happy to see all the success he's had with the Indianapolis Colts, and we're eager to see him have more. But I do have one thing in common. We both love Topper's Pizza, as I have said many times on the program. Um, I don't know if it's in the budget for me to become a franchisee, certainly not four times over like he is. But maybe, maybe, joining us now. He does have another job, and it is with the Indianapolis Colts as a star running back coming off a fantastic season. But he also is the franchisee for was it four locations in the greater Madison Metroplex? I believe so. Putting yeah. down roots, even though he's gone. You're all, Once a Badger, always a Badger. It is Jonathan Taylor on Wilde and Tausch. JT, how are you, man? How are you, too? It's a pleasure being on again. I appreciate you guys. Hey, JT, before we get into MVP talk and all this other stuff, when you were done, whether you were going out or not, what was your go-to order uh, when you got home, maybe after a, a long night out? Now, is this in college or is this in the yes. NFL? Yeah, this is college, and I'm assuming so, it was toppers that you're getting. So what? what's the go-to order that you'd go to? Oh, man. I love the boneless garlic parmesan wings. I mean, okay. so it, even though this is a pizza franchisee, I love pepperoni pizza. That's my go-to. Mm. But you always are looking for, you know, you had a great slice of pizza, but, you know, you want a little something as a little change-up sometimes when you may want a slice of pizza. Maybe you're a little extra hungry. You want something else on the side. So pepperoni pizza with garlic parmesan wings, boneless. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Uh, so JT, what is the what's the most important part for you? Is it the you like a thin? Do you the crust? What is it? You, obviously, you like pepperoni, but what makes the perfect slice? The perfect well, number one, you need the correct sauce to cheese ratio. You can have a slice that's too cheesy, and you can also have a slice that has way too much sauce. So, number one, you need the perfect sauce to cheese ratio. And then for me, and this is preference, everyone has their own preference. Some people like thin crust, some people like normal crust. I'm a normal crust kind of guy. Um, I just feel like you get more bang for your buck there. I mean, even if you – it just gives you those last little extra bites, you know, just to put you over the edge to make sure that you're 100% full. Uh, And now do you dip – do you have – what's the – is there a – do you dip the crust or do you just eat the crust? Because a lot of us heavier set folks, we like putting maybe a little ranch or we do that. Is there a dip that you go with it or is it just crust? It's just crust, but I'm the kind of guy who will eat a piece of the crust, take a sip of my drink, and just enjoy enjoy the crust. You know, you don't want to taint okay. some of these. A great slice of pizza, you don't really want to taint sometimes. You just want to enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> All right, so a couple things about JT's pizza approach, and then we'll talk some football. One, toppers, three different types of pepperoni, because that's my favorite. There's regular, there's diced, and then they have this old-school pepperoni, which reminds me of pepperoni, pe- pepperoni pizzas from when I was a kid. He talks about 
cr- he talks about sauce to cheese ratio. It's like making sure that if you're him, there's a good run to pass ratio. Or for us, it's a football conversation versus all the other knuckleheaded stuff we talk about. So he's right about that. All right, but here's the thing. So you are a, a finely tuned, well-conditioned, successful athlete. I am not. I love my pizza, but they have... Do you have a sweet tooth? Because the biggest, I don't want to call it a problem that I have with toppers, but I can't just get a pizza. I have to get this monkey bread that they have, and they've got three different types, and it is it is adding a few calories to my order because I'm eating my pizza, and then I'm getting my monkey bread to close things out. I mean, you, you have to have a great quality pizza, uh, franchise store will always have something to cater to that sweet tooth. Um, and you're, you have the same problem as me. That's something I had to really dig down deep, especially once I got to college and, you know, you start really putting uh, a tremendous more amount of strain on your body than in high school, you know, just working out and doing the things you do there. Once you got to college and got a real true kind of almost professional workload, I had to really calm down on the monkey bread uh, and, the, and the cinnamon sticks. I mean, those were just some things that, you know, they just go with it. You know, you get the pizza, you get the garlic parm wings, you get your drink, and then to top it all off, you got to have something sweet. But that was something I definitely struggled with for a long time as well. All right, well, welcome welcome to the club, JT. I see, I told you, we're very, we're very likable guys. We love toppers. There's a lot of similarities. Here's here's one where we're not similar, though. And, and I did want to ask you about this because uh, I know you're very happy in Indianapolis. You've been a huge hit there. But the last time you came on the show was right before the draft. And we're not going to lie, Tausch and I were all about hoping that you were going to end up in Green Bay. Uh, the Packers ended up doing something different in that draft, if I recall correctly. Tausch, uh, they went to a different offensive position, not running back. I think they went quarterback, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But be that as it may, uh, we wanted you here. We have been watching from afar. How do you kind of look at the start you're off to with your career in the NFL? Because it's been fun to watch and pull for you from back here in Wisconsin. Thank you so much. I mean, it's been really interesting, especially these past two years, um, because as of right now, all, not only myself, but the rest of the class that came in with me in 2020, all we know so far is this COVID kind of protocol situation. And all we hear stories about are, you know, this is not really a normal, typical year. We normally do things a little differently. So coming in the year, that I came in, uh, you know, really excited on, on the progression and the growth that I've had so far. But I'm really just excited about the, the guys that we have in the locker room because they helped me out a ton. I mean, you think about learning a whole new system, your rookie year, virtually having no on-field reps until camp. Uh, the vets and the guys inside of that locker room did a tremendous job of helping me out every step of the way. But, you know, still a lot of work to be done, and I'm excited uh, in order to get back at it, in order to make sure we get to where we need to be at the end of the year next season. So, JT, what has been kind of the biggest jump? Because you dominated at Wisconsin. Uh, the numbers you put up, it was always fun. You know, every time you touch the ball, you take it to the house, There's you have that opportunity. But things happen a lot faster in the NFL. What was the biggest adjustment for you? I think 
I think the biggest adjustment would definitely have to be learning how to play chess, not checkers. So in college, as you get older, you go into your junior year, you're kind of trying to start to learn the game a little bit more the mental aspect on, you know, how to read certain defenses, how to anticipate where you may place the ball. But now at this level, everyone does those small little minor checkers moves and kind of plan just a little bit ahead. But the greats at this level play chess. Well, they will set you up with the move in the first quarter on second down is second and four, and they'll bring out the counter move to that later on in the fourth quarter when, you know, the game is on the line and learning how to play those chess moves because everyone is going to do their film study. Everyone is going to be prepared physically, mentally, but how are you going to place those moves methodically throughout the course of the game? And, and it's something that I really had to learn from the vets and it's only year two, and I've still been, you know, trying to soak up information and figure out how to play this chess game because that's how you become great for an extended period of time. Yeah, and JT, you had a fantastic season. Some thought an MVP season. I, I think. What do you think? You think you should have got the MVP? <laughs> I mean, you look at you look at the numbers that Aaron Rodgers has put up. <laughs> And and you look at how long he's been doing it, and then you have Cooper Cup. I mean, any of yeah. those guys were more than deserving of the MVP award, but that's what makes this league so great is you have to be the best of the best in order to obtain certain things in, in this league, and it pushes you. It pushes me in order to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can, number one, for my team in order to come out for the with the win each and every single week. But then number two, in order to rightfully claim, you know, such accolades. So, and I know a lot of people talk about it's a quarterback award, but I tell people all the time, it's been done before. Um, you know, you just have to do enough. That's all. Well, it has been a quarterback award, but if you can put together another season like this and you can get your Colts to where you want to go, uh, I think that would change the voting as well. I know there were some losses that were disappointing for you guys this year. What is it like, though? You mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and obviously Carson Wentz has had a ton of success in this league. He's had some challenges as well. When you're playing in this league and you're looking at other teams and you're seeing players like Rodgers or Tom Brady, what you know, you're a stud in your own right, but these guys have done it for a long time. What do you think as you watch other players, and are there other players in this league that you really like watching yourself? Yeah, and I think that's the, that's the key point is when you're watching them, what are, you, what are you taking from them? Because you mentioned they've been doing this for quite some time, and of course everyone wants to play this game at a high level for you know, as long as they can for the most part, and making sure that when I'm able to have the opportunity to watch someone who's been elite and a great for many, many years, what are they doing? What are they doing? How, are, how is their level of play? Are they doing something different on the field of play? Is it what they're doing off of the field? What are they doing in order to sustain that high level of play? And that's something that I'm always looking forward to one, picking someone's brain or studying someone. Uh, and I've been able to just watch a bunch of guys over the years, over the past two years, um, especially, especially I really enjoyed watching uh, Nick Chubb, really enjoyed watching Dalvin Cook. I mean, some of those are some of the guys who've been able to run the ball at, you know, a pretty uh, elite level 
for some time now, and then they're still they're still going. But I always want to make sure what are they doing to sustain that high level of play. Talking with Toppers franchisee and Indianapolis Colts running back, Jonathan Taylor on Wilde and Tausch. All right, JT, another thing you and I have in common, we're both Wisconsin alums. As you watch Badgers football, I, I think that we all want to see them in a college football playoff. They didn't expand the playoff, so it's only going to be four teams. As you watch and root them on, what do you see needing to happen with Coach Christ and that group to get over the hump and to get beyond all the success that they've already had and had during your time here and get to a college football playoff? Really, I think it's just everyone playing with that, that level of confidence that what we're running, our schemes, our defensive schemes, our offensive schemes, our special team schemes, what we're running, the coaches are putting us in a position in order to, to be successful. But then it's a matter of fact of playing confident with, with those abilities. And that's something that I had to do when I was there was as the years went on, a lot of the times my mind was, we need, I need to find a way in order to make sure we come out with the win rather than understanding I know the intense work that Coach K put us through in the offseason. I know the time that Coach Chris and the rest of the, the staff spent putting together a game plan. It's about me being confident in my abilities and going out there and showing people and showing the world, but more importantly, showing that other team that you won't outwork me because I've already put those deposits in in the offseason. I mean, you look at the guy, you look at the, the guys that are on the roster, and they have, I mean, they have some crazy talented guys on that roster. Um, and as long as all of them are playing with that high level of confidence, I mean, you guys know the Wisconsin Badgers can go toe to toe and beat anybody. You know, it's just a matter of fact of playing with that high level of confidence. Because you've seen the games when those Badgers are playing confident, everyone is rolling. I mean, that's a, that's one of the best teams in the country. So, JT, you mentioned some of the crazy talent. What was your impression of Braylon Allen? Because he, you know, we all heard about him, and then when he came, really kind of turned the entire Badger season. What did you see when you're watching him and his development? Oh, oh man. It, and it's crazy because when you look at him, they're like, oh, he's only 17, he's only 17. And you start thinking, man, I, this guy is so young, and, you know, he doesn't even know how good he can be yet. And then I got the opportunity to actually, you know, chat with him. And he is, um, he is far beyond his years, and he is very, very mature. So it, it's kind of scary because from the outside world, his age and how young he is, a lot of people may think, oh, he, he's a young guy. He doesn't really know what he doesn't know yet. But trust me, Braylon Allen is, is far beyond his years, and it's going to be really scary how he comes to, you know, fruition this year I mean and, and last year he wasn't even the guy for the entire season for the most part and like you mentioned he turned the season around and they got things rolling got a, had a spark on offense but I'm really excited this year because it's going to be really scary defenses are going to be really scared in order to face Braylon Allen this year JT, I keep thinking you got Ron Dane, you got Melvin Gordon, obviously Monte Ball, you, Braylon Allen. Why why is Wisconsin so good at developing running backs? What do you think the secret sauce is? 
one, I think it's being able to, one, you got to find guys that have toughness. Uh, you, you name all of those guys and, and you and you look at the one attribute that we kind of all had in common, and it was you know that toughness. In order to be a running back in the University of Wisconsin, you got to have a certain level of grittiness, a certain level of toughness. And I feel like all of those men that you just named all have a high level of toughness, and that's something that they instill every day, whether it's with their schedule, whether it's with the workouts. I mean, the University of Wisconsin builds toughness they build tough athletes so when you bring in a running back who is already a high level you know has a high level of toughness already and you put him in that program i mean they have no choice but to excel i'm sorry jt last one for me jt i i have to get this because uh, the entire time you were at Wisconsin, we couldn't figure out a good nickname. Has anybody come up with a good Is JT23, is that the nickname that we've stuck with, or do you have anything better that we can use? I mean, so my nickname has always been JT. The 23 was just because I wore 23 in high school and then I had it in college. Um, and I changed my Instagram. My Instagram name used to be JT That Dude. But then once I got to college, I you know, and started talking with uh, Brian at the, uh, Brian Mason with the PR team and saying, hey, should I you know change my name? I mean, it's kind of long, JT that dude, and I was able to get JT twenty three. So it's just been that ever since. But my nickname has always been JT. All right, JT. First of all, your answer to Tausch's question about running backs, he was looking for. They've got awesome offensive linemen in front of them. That's what Tausch was looking for. Uh, but good answer, nevertheless. Uh, I've got one last one. Yeah, uh huh. He was just fishing for compliments. We know how he works. Uh, but I want to bring it all full circle before we let you go, because obviously you're a smart businessman. You've invested in toppers. You're having great success there. And now we've seen name, image, and likeness get into the mix here and and i want to see players be able to capitalize on what they're doing i don't want to see universities be able to just make money off of them and i could buy a 23 jersey at the bookstore and I, you didn't get a penny for it so i'm totally on board with that my question besides you surely having a name image likeness deal with toppers have they had that when you were still playing how do you see this impacting the game of college football because you would have certainly earned and deserved some NIL money but does that does it worry you does it make you wonder what college football is going to look like how it's going to affect the badgers from a big picture smart businessman perspective how do you view it i mean so of course it's something that athletes and other also non-athletes have been pushing for a long time and now that it's finally here and you hear a bunch of people mention, well, now nah, this is wrong with it, um, or, you know, I don't think this was a good idea. We've all been pushing for this for a long time. But my number one thing is before they had the NIL and everyone was able to capitalize off their name, image, and likeness, it was, you know, against the NCAA rules in order to, you know, receive money for things like that. But now the fact that it is legal I'm hoping that the guys who are able to capitalize off of that have the right people in their corner. Because now it's a, it's a matter of fact, before, once you left for school, that's when a lot of the craziness started. You got the guy, the agents, you had the marketing people, and they're calling, texting, hey, I want to set up a meeting. Hey, I have this deal for you. Let, let's do this. Let's lock this in. 
and that's when it started. But now it can start as early as soon as you step on campus, and you have 17-, 18-year-olds with no team behind them having someone say, hey, I will give you $20,000 or X amount of dollars to do this certain thing for me, and the guys won't even know what they're signing up for. So my biggest thing would just be if you are going to go into that space, I hope that they find some way to help regulate those, the people that can come into their lives. I hope they can regulate that and, and set boundaries because, I mean, you're, you're just moving away from your family, 17, 18 years old, just getting going on your own, and now you got someone asking you to sign a piece of paper and you, you haven't read a legal contract before ever in your life. Well, I can't think of two better people to talk about how great Topper's Pizza are than Braylon Allen and me. So I look forward to both those NIL opportunities for both of us. JT, it was so fun to get to catch up with you again. I hope you'll come back. We always love talking to you. Good luck throughout your off season, and uh, enjoy some monkey bread for me, okay? Thank you two very much. I definitely will. I actually might try to get some this week I, I need to i need to make a toppers run because i've been trying to keep it clean i've been trying to start winding that winding down and keep it clean but you guys just sparked that that uh that itch i have so i might have to go and well you can you can always do the aaron Rodgers cleanse afterward but i don't personally recommend that thanks man <laughs> thanks for making time for us <laughs> thank you so much